0: Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. I am your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 79. Uh, I, I feel like I owe everybody some apologies. Uh, let me do a little quick recap. Uh, if you are following along, you've only seen two episodes this month, and there's, there's good reasons for that. Um, and I did mention we went to Camp Anarchy, me and Adam and Tim. And episode 79, what you're listening to right now, is supposed to be the Camp Anarchy episode. But turns out, when you have three people living in different corners of southeastern Michigan, um, all with wives or fiancés or kids or all the above, uh, all the above, Adam's got a mistress and a child, Uh, (laughs) it's difficult to get them all together, especially when the person that runs the podcast, yours truly, uh, is currently between houses because uh, we're closing on our new one tomorrow but it has been uh shit four weeks since that happened so it's been we've been you know all hell has come forth and I've been staying at my mother's house with my wife uh for the last four weeks and we went on vacation um which I had some great Colorado beer that we will talk about in another episode um so I apologize that I missed a missed about a week and a half there putting out new stuff. So a little off schedule, but we're getting back there. Uh, we will be in the new house at, on Friday. Today's Sunday. I'm recording this and so we'll be in the new house on Friday. So be back to a regular setup and regularly posted podcast before you know it. So thank you for bearing with me. I got a, a nice light one today. Uh, Light for two reasons now that I say it. The beer we're going to drink is uh, light in color, but none flavor, baby. And we're also going to be talking about a funny movie, a lighthearted comedy involving some high quality H2O. So we'll take a little break here and we'll get into the beer. You can't spell beer without... Tonight I feel ambitious and so does my foot As it sinks on the pedal I press it to the floor I don't need a girl, don't need a Alright, today we are staying in Michigan uh, I, You know I'm almost positive I've talked about New Holland on here uh, New Holland Dragon's Milk is their most popular beer New Holland Brewing, which is out of Holland, Michigan um and you can find the dragon's milk all over the place. When I was out west, I found it in like Arizona. So you can definitely find it. However, I just found a version called Dragon's Milk White. And so it's a white stout, which I was like, it's a, it's a who? um, I've only had this one other time and I can't remember the brewery that did it. But I like the idea of it. I like the idea of getting all this stout flavor, but in a not so not so heavy package though. i'm also concerned that some brewery purists are going to say um that's not a stout bitch but you know whatever maybe they poured bleach in it maybe it's the same thing just with some bleach you don't know but let's open this up it's my last one i got a i think it came in a four pack i couldn't wait i had to have it because i have a drinking problem um and this, I left this one because I wanted to do it for the episode, and it is—it was. Well, I'm, I'll tell you because I'm gonna I'll give you a fresh take here. Got a nice cleansed palate. Only thing that's been in my mouth in the last three hours is some chicken and a mamba. Yep, chicken and a mamba. Also, the name of my cover band I'm starting. All we do is Leonard Skinner covers, and all we do is change the lyrics to be about chickens specifically chickens on the farm it's bad band and it's also not real all right so like i said it's a white stout so you're actually getting i mean if i hold it up to the light there it's like a really light copper amber um like an ipa but almost more clear than an ipa mm, smells good So it almost, it's almost creamy like a nitro stout. And you get, uh, and this could be completely mental, but it almost tastes like you get like a white chocolate note. Oh, that was a weird burp. Um, but it's, it's definitely very creamy and it's te- it's a technically a bourbon barrel aged uh, white stout. Yummy. Uh, like they're flagship dragon's milk is a bourbon barrel aged stout uh so you definitely get that bourbon but you don't get it heavy it's on the back of your tongue it is only six percent abv unlike a lot of other barrel aged stuff but yeah right in the back of your tongue and and, in your throat you get that bourbon taste as you swallow uh it's super good though i imagine it's going to be a limited thing so if you do see it out there i highly recommend giving it a shot uh it's it's tasty and i like that i'm in theory, drinking stout, but not feeling like I'm drinking super thick beer that I'm going to be filled up on. in Three beers, four beers, seven beers. How many beers have I had? Uh, uh, New Holland's a fun brewery, though. Um, by fun, I mean basic. I don't know why I said fun. Uh, no, it's got a huge restaurant. We actually considered it for our... Uh, what engagement party or reception or something? Because they have a huge like area upstairs where you can celebrate and have events and stuff, and it's really nice. But then their their like restaurant area um, is also nice. And the problem I have though is Holland, Michigan, where the brewery is. Uh, that place shuts down early. That is an old folks' home. Um, if you want to go there and hang out until one or two in the morning you are going to be very lonely. (laughs) Uh, But they do have great beers there. There's a reason that their distribution keeps getting better and that Dragon's Milk is so popular. They also have their Mad Hatter IPA uh, and a number of other stuff. And they also do their own distilling. And they have a beer barrel bourbon. So instead of a bourbon barrel beer, it's a beer barrel bourbon. It is fucking delicious. Highly recommend it. You can also get that at most stores, especially in Michigan. Um, But it is also gaining traction around the country. So check your local liquor store for that sort of good stuff. Uh, Highly recommend it. But I'm going to keep drinking this. And we're going to get into our main event. Some high quality H2O. Yeah. You know what that line's from, don't you? Did you guess it? Did you read the episode title? And already know what the fuck I'm talking about. Why do I do this? Alright, we'll take a break and we'll get to the... To the movie of the day. I would swallow my pride. I would trope on the rhymes, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous. Alright, I have to explain my setup here because I was about to start talking and then I wanted to put my beer down and I didn't know what to do with it. So, like I said, I'm staying at my mother's, thankfully, for five more nights. And then, never again. Never again. Um, I have a tote, like a plastic tote, on top of a TV dinner folding table. On the side of my bed and the mic is on that and it's extended out in front of me while I'm sitting up on my bed Uh, and I looked and I was gonna put my beer down on this tote but I can't move or I will knock everything over (laughs) I did not plan this out very well this week though we are talking about water boy I'm not going to do it because I'll screw it up. Um, But yeah, Waterboy, Adam Sandler, hilarious movie, came out November 6th, 1998. Um, This movie did way better than I thought it did. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time and I remember being funny and I just watched it again. And I mean, it's still funny. And Henry Winkler is amazing. And I'm so glad that I met him because he is... What a pleasant person. Um, yeah, super funny. But he, he's in it. Uh, Kathy Bates, Adam Sandler, like I said, Feruza Balk, uh, Jerry Reed in his last acting role. If you don't know Jerry Reed, look him up. He's been in all sorts of stuff. He's uh, one of them classic actors, you know, the ones that made money for years. Uh, Blake Clark, also known as Sean's dad from Boy Meets World. Lawrence Gilliard. Do me a favor and look this guy up. Lawrence Gilliard Jr. I cannot figure out where I know him from. I went through his IMDb stuff too. Still can't figure it out, but like I I might just be from The Deuce, but I only watched like half the first season. But he uh he looks so familiar. Like he's from something. I couldn't figure it out though. Um, Peter Dante, who's in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies and... My personal favorite role is the drug dealer in Pineapple Express, (laughs) who gets the fucking lion or whatever. Uh, Jonathan Loran, who is also in a bunch of Adam Sandler stuff. Clint Howard. Like, there's all the Adam Sandler cameo people. It almost feels like they started here. Some of them could have been in Happy Gilmore or uh, Billy Madison, but... A lot feels like they start here. This is, I think, the first appearance where you see Rob Schneider. You can do it! That, um, now famous. Famous by me for repeating it over and over and over again. Uh, so funny. Such a funny movie. It made... There's some crazy stuff here, like financial-wise. So, budget is $20 million. Um, opening weekend, it makes $40 million. So, double their budget opening weekend. Their gross on this movie is $186 million. It is, um, I wrote this down. It is the highest grossing sports comedy of all time, which is crazy. Also Dodgeball's fucking amazing. And I prefer that to this. Sorry. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Um, but the craziest part is the second highest grossing sports comedy is the longest yard which is also a fucking Adam Sandler movie. It's a remake, but either way, it's a fucking Adam Sandler movie. Guys got so much money. Um this was also I think the third highest grossing fi- uh, sports film ever. Um oh no, you know what? It's the highest grossing football sports film um up until 2009 when The Blind Side came out. So that was that was crazy. Oh, you know what? Uh, what's her name? Kathy Bates. I think was also in the Blind Side. I forget what did she do in that movie. It doesn't matter. Um, but she's in both of those. Kathy Bates' character in this movie is fucking amazing. <laughs> so if you don't remember, Kathy Bates is so Adam Sandler plays Bobby Boucher. The uh, we'll say we have to say slow now, right? <laughs> this movie is super not PC for what we can and can't do in film now. Uh, the other team gets off the bus at one point and the big mean defensive lineman comes up and is like, oh, we must be lost because I'll is a bunch of retards. I was like, well, you can't you can't do that anymore. Uh, there's a lot of that shit in this. Uh, and the whole thing is, is a bully movie. I'm sure people would have issues with that because there's those kids, you know, those kids are going to relate to the bully character. And that's it's just not good. It's not good. Um, but Kathy Bates is Bobby Boucher's mom. Mama Boucher. I don't even know if she has a... Oh, yeah, she does have a name. Because <laughs> there's a whole scene uh, towards the end. Spoiler alert. From fucking 21 years ago. Uh, <laughs> there's a scene at the end where... Bobby's reading letters from his dad to his mom. And I think it's Helen. And he's like, my dearest Helen. Bobby's like, who's that? And she's like, "That's me, Bobby. That's my first name. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I highly recommend rewatching that. Anyway. (laughs) So uh, she's their stereotype of like, down in the Bayou, Louisiana people is probably offensive, but I'll be damned if it isn't hilarious. Uh, every scene that Kathy Bates is in, except when she's like in a fake coma, she is cooking something ridiculous. Um, when you first meet her, she is repeatedly bringing a cleaver down on this catfish's head because the catfish is gigantic and she's just (laughs) whacking away trying to get his fucking head off uh they have a donkey that lives with them named steve which is the best thing ever um there's a flashback scene where she is (laughs) she's got like an elk or a moose like on its side dead and she's like Gutting it in the kitchen, preparing it for dinner. Um, the <laughs> when they have Henry Winkler over for dinner, it's a gigantic like fucking anaconda with an apple in its mouth. Uh, I believe the line that Henry Winkler asks <laughs> is, uh, "What part of the snake am I eating?" And she's like, "Oh, snake don't really, they don't really have no parts." <laughs> it's just fucking snake. Uh, and then the barbecue with Firuza Balk and. And uh Adam Sandler, are Bobby and uh Victoria, I believe. Um <laughs> it's just these fucking baby alligators that they eat like uh I was gonna say like turkey legs, but I guess it's more like a fucking popsicle. Frizzle Ball just bites the fucking head of the alligator off. The food thing is such a funny little joke throughout every scene with Kathy Bates, and I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Like, just random background stuff. Jars that are on the table. It's all very, like, strange and outlandish. It's really funny. Um, Bulk, Veronica... No, what the hell's her name? You know I'm gonna have to look it up, aren't I? Because I'm stupid. Nobody loves me. No, but uh, the reason I wanted to bring up her character's name is because in all of Adam Sandler's movies... So, her name is Vicky Valencourt... And in Happy Gilmore and in Billy Madison, um, both his love interests in those are also VV names. Because Vicki Valancourt, you know, is VV, Vicki, a Valancourt. Um, Veronica Vaughn is in Billy Madison and Virginia Vennett is in Happy Gilmore. Um, I don't know what the story is behind that. I don't think Adam Sandler is married to a VV... Maybe it's someone he had a crush on when he was younger. Who knows? Uh, Adam Sandler co-wrote the movie, though. He didn't write it by himself. I don't know if he's ever written a movie by himself, now that I think about it. I imagine he has co-writers uh, the entire time. But Tim Hare, I feel like I should mention all these names. Tim Herlihy. 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 Uh And... And Adam Sandler wrote it, and Frank Karachi is the director, who also uh makes cameo in the movie as Adam Sandler's dad, Roberto, (laughs) whose eyes are all fucking weird. Um I love Farmer Farmer Fran, Farmer Fran's character who is the what the guy's what's the guy's uh Blake Clark? AKA Sean's dad from Boy Meets World. Um how you can't understand a thing he's saying. He's super Bayou. Everything just reminds me of everyone's impression of, of Cajun people. (laughs) Like there's a, the Cajun guy that is down in the league. I don't know if you watch the league, but that's a funny impression that uh, I can, can't think of any actor's names right now. But if you watch league, you know what I'm talking about. Um, There's some amazing impressions of, the political commentator if Erica was in this room right now she'd punch me in the face because I can't think of who anyone's name is. But the people that really lean into the Cajun way of talking. Oh we, we'll go down the town and oh, we'll go say, I'm see I'm gonna fuck it up. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I really want to. I want to just keep trying until I do. But I feel like everyone listening to this will hate me. Um all in all from a standpoint of good movies i mean this movie's funny adam sandler's collection is obviously fantastic uh there's some people that would argue more modern stuff because i feel like netflix is just gives him do whatever the fuck you want and i haven't seen half the fucking movies he has on netflix i did just watch the most recent one with jennifer aniston uh me and erica watched that when we were on vacation and that was funny that was good. The little murder mystery type deal. Oh my God. Is it just called murder mystery? It might be. (laughs) That was, that was a good movie. I liked that. Um, the cast was really, really well done in that too. Uh, but obviously everything Adam Sandler touched in the nineties was fucking gold. Um, he got fired from SNL and then made like a $2 billion movie franchise. Um, so good for him. (laughs) And, kind of sealed the deal and it's cool because i mean kevin smith mentions this all the time like he just wanted to make a movie with some friends or something like that and i mean that's that's literally what adam sandler does now he just has all the money he needs so he just like his friends and him will probably come up with ideas and then they just fucking make them into movies it's fantastic like good for him It's crazy crazy uh but this oh this movie that's what i was gonna say is it's on roger ebert's like worst movie list (laughs) which i mean it's a it's a dumb comedy but it has the adam sandler heart in it so it's like super dumb he's like really stupid as a as a character but you're rooting for him because everyone's picking on him um But then he like overcomes everything and becomes the hero. And I think that's, that's where the Adam Sandler heart comes into play. And it's really funny. This is, I can think of so many worse movies, but you know, Roger Ebert, that pretentious son of a bitch. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of movie reviewers. I feel like I I've I've talked about this, I think before, um, maybe too many times, but are you one of those people? I mean, let me know. I would love to know if I'm in a minority or a majority here. Well, if I'm a labia minora or a labia majora, if you want to relate it to vaginal terms, though I don't know why you would need to. I feel like I made it pretty clear before we got into that subject. Um, I don't care what critics say. I'll just go see a movie if it looks entertaining to me. Whereas I know people that will read the reviews or the Rotten Tomato score and be like, Nope. Like, I initially was interested, but no, they say it's terrible. Like, fuck them. So what? You know how many terrible movies I like and fucking own? Bastards. Oddly enough, now that I mention it, I don't own The Waterboy. I think I did. I've gone through many DVD collections. Uh, you know, freshman year of college, I would sell them for beer money. <laughs> and... You know, you get married and your wife says, why do you own 500 DVDs and you don't watch any of them? And then I go, that is a valid point. And then you sell some of them. So I think I did at one point, but I, uh, I definitely, it's not something I held on to, but I'm glad I watched it again. And you know, with Netflix and stuff now it's, it's harder and harder to buy movies. I can't remember the last movie I bought. I think if there was another scream, I'd probably buy that, but I'd be very hesitant because Wes Craven wouldn't be in it. Uh, I wouldn't be doing it cause he did. Um, God, I don't know what else I bought some of the Marvel movies and I quest, I don't know why. Cause like, I feel like I can just find them somewhere. I mean, Netflix has got half the fucking things on there right now. So yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to buy movies. I don't, I don't think I, I can't remember the last DVD or Blu-ray that I purchased but if you find Waterboy... Waterboy? Yo, you guys seen Waterboy? Um, I recommend watching it. And I'll tell you right now, since I'm going to post this tonight, we'll keep it current. Um, you can currently watch Waterboy and get a little catch up. And I highly recommend you do. And just watch for the food in the scenes with Kathy Bates. Because that shit is fucking hilarious. And then look at the uh, kicker that friends with, uh, Bobby Boucher, uh, Gilliard, I think is his last name, Lawrence Gilliard Jr. Uh, look for him and tell me what the fuck he's from. I don't care about his IMDb. Why do I just look at him and go, Oh my God, I know him from something. Is it just cause he's been in a bunch of shit? Can't figure it out. Uh, water is streaming on Netflix right now though. So it's less than one hour and 30 minutes. I think it's one hour and 28 minutes, if I remember correctly. So just go fucking watch it. You know, that's like as long as three or four Office episodes. And if you're like me, you've been keeping that shit on the background anyway. So just go watch it. Go watch it. I'm going to finish this beer and we're going to wrap it up. All right, that is going to do it for episode 79. I'm excited. You're excited. My pants are excited. That's how you know that I'm excited. Um, Thank you so much for sticking with me through this month. It's obviously been a shit show. I am really hoping to have Tim and Adam together so we can finish our Camp Anarchy episode and get that posted uh, because I want to get those beer tastings and stuff out there because that was a lot of fun. And they can tell you about what a fucking old man I am and all the stuff that I skipped. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, if worst case uh, scenario, I'll get them on a conference call and we'll do the podcast that way. Like so many people before, uh, but we move into our new place at the end of this week. So we'll get the setup going. I got some guests coming up, some familiar guests you might remember from previous episodes as well as some new guests, um, check out chappelle lacey that is s-h-a-p-e-l-l-a-c-e-y he's a stand-up comic uh who just got voted something Comedy central's up and coming something uh so check him out throw him in the old google search he's got a couple clips on youtube that are pretty funny he's funny funniest guy he's going to be on the show pretty soon um I got a lot of good stuff lined up, so thanks for bearing with me and sticking it out. We're going to have a bunch of a bunch of good episodes coming out this summer, and uh, we're going to stay cool. We're going to stay cool by the pool. Just kidding. We don't have a pool in our new house, but we do have central air, and that is incredibly important. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a blast. So thank you so much. You can email me with any thoughts, feedback, concerns, high fives, uh, criticisms. Maybe a little, hey, guy, what the fuck are you doing? Whatever you want to do. Uh, beersand90s at gmail.com. That's B-E-E-R-S-A-N-D-9-0-S at gmail.com. You can also follow us at Beersand90s on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Though you're more likely to get a response on Instagram. Because let's face it, folks. I'm an old man and I don't go on Twitter very often. Um, that's about it, you know. Wish me luck in the new house get the setup going i'll post some pictures no bar but that doesn't necessarily change anything (laughs) so uh looking forward to hearing some feedback from you guys and look out for episode 80 which hopefully will be the camp anarchy episode and uh you'll hear about some more beers coming forward too from colorado and from ohio and uh, another michigan one and one from utah there's i've lot a lot of good beers coming up too so stick around keep on listening thank you so much subscribe tell a friend high five your mom and say what's up mom and we'll see you next week